When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 301 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always, almost not today, by our, our very own Willie Sailor, aka Yazdani the Greatest, aka Willie got a nice night's rest, but he's here. We, and we thank you for that, Willie. Did you just sleep in the dome? No. Before FRLs, before FRLs, you should just sleep in the dome. They don't roll up the mats. Yeah. I know. And honestly, it, the mats would be comparable to the Fargo beds. So wh- what's even the issue? That's a bold strategy wearing a Yazdani shirt to a USA Wrestling event. <laughs> that I is, mean, it's a joke. Okay. It's a joke, Kyle. Okay? Okay. I get it. Kind of think you hate America, but whatever. Yeah. Wow, and Kyle Snyder was in Fargo, too. Is that shots fired at Kyle Snyder? Kyle Snyder smokes his Donnie. I kind of think that would what be is, an awesome match. His, I would love to see his, peak Snyder versus peak uh, yes, Danny. What is his status? I heard, like, I just saw something the other day, just briefly. I don't even know. I didn't read it, but it was like, he's coming back or something. There was a post he's coming back. But did they make him wrestle in the trial? Right. They didn't. They didn't even make him wrestle in the trial. I'm pretty sure all those guys, the the Rahimi, Yazdani, Tagavi generation, is they're all done. Their their bodies are broken. Kadem destroyed their bodies. They can't. They can't <laughs> wrestle anymore. Iranian training is like so old school and brutal. It's like no, no wonder they're always hurt. They peak as cadets. Yeah. Well. Yazdani, little Yazdani, he's still doing okay. We'll see how long he lasts. He's the only one, right? He's the only one. Okay, so Willie is in Fargo. What's still. been going on? You're still there. You're there for the for the duration. Yeah. Um, what's the vibe? What's been going on? What are some of the um, things that you're most interested in that have been going on in Fargo? Well, I mean, juniors ended yesterday. Um, and I think that's, you know, juniors is like kind of the crescendo or the, you know, the big dance of the, of the week. Um, I think a lot of people right now are, are um, going over those results and seeing, you know, who, whose stock is up or, um, and what the situation is with, with a lot of them. I have one whose stock is way up. Um, Willie, this is a guy you and I talked about quite a bit, Carson Kartzler. Dear yeah. Lord, he looked amazing and still uncommitted. So, mm-hmm. you know what's interesting? I gave him, I gave him a golden ticket. Right? I gave him an invitation to who's number one, and he said, "Can we do freestyle?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Can we do freestyle?" And uh, you know, I, I said, "I see. I'll see what we can do." And uh, but after I, I walked a couple steps away, I'm like. Those takedowns work in any style. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, well, they weren't they weren't freestyle. Um, the ones on plot, 
th thing is, um, is the gut wrench. Yeah, his gut is amazing. He has a, he has maybe the best gut wrench at that weight. One of the it looked like maybe the best gut at the tournament, right? I mean, he's just you could tell. Not only are his leg attacks really clean, you could tell he's got some unreal strength. Yeah. Like his ability to pull in the legs and how quickly he finishes. So many of the finishes at, at Fargo where it, it takes the guys a while. His is just like, it was like Ed Ruth, like vice grip, easy finish, there's no scramble, even against really, really good guys. So I think he, and well, talk about this, Willie. Who would he potentially be facing? Hmm. Well, 170's jacked up. Uh, you know, it might be plot. It might be. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how you don't involve another guy that shocked yesterday and Park, Parker Kekai's. Uh Was he even ranked? Yes. He was ranked seventh. Okay. He was ranked seventh. Um, but he beat. Uh, he was ranked seventh, but I don't think a whole lot, a heck of a lot of people know about him. Um, you know, he beat Strzok, he beat Whitley. Yeah, what can you say? Willie, <clears throat> you were kind of high on him, and I uh, dismissed it, but you have him at 30 on the big board, and yeah, I thought that I, was a little too high, but turns out, good job by you, Will. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I put him, I was really high on him, and I put him up there, and then I saw his name entered here, and I'm like, I, I could really look really stupid. <laughs> and, uh, I, because... Look, frankly, I didn't expect him to beat Starocky and Whitley, you know. But um, I was worried. I was like, <laughs> he could he could make me look silly. But now he made me look really smart. Yeah, so Karsla, I think coming out, I mean, one, he's uncommitted. You have to figure his stock through the roof now. He mentioned, basically, that he was starting to narrow down. The, the way I took his answer in the mix zone after, after he won was that essentially he's paring down his list of, of where he's going to visit. Um, I don't know if you have any intel there where he might be looking, Willie. Obviously, an Ohio kid. Um, I don't know if there's room there at, at Ohio State, but only taking liberty, that's in Columbus. So you have to figure they're on the list, right? You know, uh, one, one thing that we, t we started talking about, um, the, new, the new rules of wrestling recruiting, and I, I mentioned that... Um, I mentioned that there's going to be some buyer's remorse, right? I, I, I mentioned that there's going to be – you're going to get in on a kid so early that the kid might not end up being as good. And so now – I mean, certain schools have money allocated to a whole bunch of guys. Um, and when that senior comes along, some schools might not have money for him. Right, because yeah. they they are they got all these guys and they got juniors committed before and that when there's a late bloomer, what I'm getting at was when there's a late bloomer, um, you might have to have more money than you otherwise have because well, is that necessarily true, Willie? Because I mean, we we've seen this with Penn State, right? They like guys, they'll maybe they'll even have offered them. This happens everywhere. It's not specific to Penn State, but things change. And okay, we can get Nick Neville's Thomas Haynes, and so, but we're our money's going to go to him, not you. Can't are are they? They're not at the point yet. It's not National Signing Day. They're not at the point yet where there's like a, a signed agreement, and they can't 
you know, take back some of the some no, of the no, no. offer. Things change, the market changes, and um, you know they can. That money's not necessarily spent just because someone has committed. No, I guess what I'm saying is, and I don't want to say specific names, but um, I guess what I'm saying is, you got this guy last year because in two years you're gonna need a 165, mm-hmm. right? You could have waited and now kind of clutch luck. You know what I mean? Right. But one, that's counting on not only someone breaking out, but someone breaking out at that specific weight of need. Right. Two, yep. I, I, I get where the coaches are feeling like, man, these guys, Adam Busiello's committed as a freshman, Patrick Kennedy, <clears throat> sophomore. I got to be in on these kids earlier. Yeah, a lot of these kids, not a lot, but some of them do change their commitments. But by and large, they typically pan out, or more often than not pan out, and more often than not, um, they stick with their commitment. So it's kind of like you do have to, you got to be in there early too. But I get what you're saying, yeah. But to back to Karchlo, my, my original question, where is he looking? I, I, I really, I honestly okay. don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. I mean, I heard a couple rumors, but I... Well, just spill those. There's, yeah. no, there's those aren't legally binding, Willie. Uh, I know Oklahoma State was on them. Okay. Well, that Wait, sounds about long right. A, long ago. Really. So, s- speaking of Oklahoma State, he beats Whitlake. Whitlake actually takes fifth. Lost to, um, what's the guy's name? Something Heisen? Heisenberg? Yeah, we're gonna have to change his name. Kekheisen. 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 He's an Ashkin kid. Yeah. Got it, Kekheisen. So he loses those. What do we make of, of Whitlake's tournament? Him losing two matches. Um, to me, I don't think cause for major concern. I think the talent is still there. Um, I think there's a guy that will really benefit from an environment, right? He trains, yeah. he's in Oregon, and the Oregon does produce a lot of good wrestlers, but my understanding, um, where he's from, it's not a wrestling hotbed. He it's probably doesn't have very, a... Very remote, right? Super remote, um, like a fishing town or something like that. So basically, drop him in Oklahoma State's room. It's, it's going to be a major improvement. He yeah. has been there for a little bit, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, a few months is... Yeah, I know. I mean, he probably graduated in June. It's July. Yeah. Right, so he ain't been there that long. No, man, what is going on with you? With me? You, yeah, you're pretty. Well, well, not anymore. Now he's back. He's back. What do you mean? I, I like the straggly street creature nomad. Yeah, can you explain what the mentality with when you're on flow zone, you brush your hair, you don't wear glasses, you don't wear a hat, and you're dressed like Pat Papalizio. There's a lot more people watching. Um, yeah. So? Well, what does that matter? Christian's point is, why don't you put effort well, in every single day? What difference does that make? Because putting effort in every single day sucks. It's, it's like five minutes. It's not even You effort. just don't wear it's, a no, hat. No, no, no. Don't wear a hat and comb your hair. It's, and and the, I have a lot of hats, so I like to wear hats. All right, he likes hats. What can we say? It, it, it's a major hat. time saver, and he loves hats. <laughs> I don't know how much time it could possibly take, but I, I don't know. It was, uh, it was nice. You look nice. I think... I think you should stick with that look, but nah. it's a free country. And look, he's already back. He's unshaven. He's going to have that. And he can't grow a beard, guys. And I can relate. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. But the best thing when you can't grow anything of substantial, you got to keep it. You got to keep it tight. Nah. Nah, but he always. Oh, yeah. He has a terrible goatee. With the, with the goat. 
right? Like, I might try to do a Dagestan beard. No, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. Not with that attitude, I can't. No, with, there's no attitude, not with your genetics, you can't. No, no, it's not, it's false. My father has a full beard. I could totally do a Dagestan beard. It would your just take Your father shot people. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your father's got bodies, okay? Hey, oh, we have, I don't know when, we, when we're gonna unleash this, but we started a Google Doc of the all-time terrible nomad takes. Uh, listen, that's this, a full-time job. This, Is it? This they, list. They every day. Yeah, but the list we have, reading it in succession, one, one when they happen, it's exasperating enough, but when you can read them line by line, refrigerators in Texas, uh, back to back with my uncles and dad used to shoot each other with 22s. It's, <laughs> it's really something to it say really in just two short years, this young man has fired off more hot takes than Skip Bayless could ever have dreamed of. Uh, that's way more entertaining than Skip. One day, one day we will. Skip. We might just have a, a whole episode dedicated to it. Yeah. I well, feel like every day is dedicated to me in the freaking group chat. Well, stop saying you don't trust refrigerators and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this, this is called self-inflicted, <laughs> Nomad. It's not self-inflicted. Yeah. No, it's self-inflicted when you what say What would you guys do without me? Dude, well, it would be far more boring. I, no one is disputing that. Yeah, we're not. We love you. We, we love, keep saying this stuff. But yeah, keep it, I, we can't. We cannot wait for the next thing. Oh, are we making the heart? Yeah, that's the heart that's there. really something. Oh, Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? So hey, so who else did you guys like? I mean, uh, Clarksla, Kekaisen. So, um, I'm glad that the Ohio boys did well. Not that I really care about Ohio, but just because there there are some guys that I wanted to see do well. Andonian, I was really excited about him going into Akron. He loses a really goofy match to Manville where he gets pinned. Then has, in my opinion, the best moment of the finals when he kicks the brick. Yeah, and his stock went through the roof. The there. kicking the brick thing was hilarious. Yes. And the video, the video is so funny that we posted because you can hear, you can hear someone yell, "Kick him out! Kick him out! Yeah. Kick him out! Are you kidding me?" That was definitely someone from the state. And so he's wrestling you know, against. we posted it on all three social accounts. And I mean, there are people on Instagram that are legitimately pissed off at him for kicking the brick. I don't even think he. Like, it clearly <coughs> looked like he just like saw the brick. He just kicked it. It was well, just a little impulse. As thing. soon as he stood up, the brick was like on him, so he just kicked it. Yeah, yeah. I like, thought it was funny. Yeah, that, I thought it was hilarious. It was. It was fantastic. It's good that these kids show a little personality. I don't know. It was good. He is. He has Sargush do that at Uregan. Okay, he, Sargush is not he, the example for sportsmanship, <laughs> sure. Nomad. The guy's the but, biggest cheater in wrestling but, history. But I'm saying, like, he kicked a brick back and hit the screen. It was great. I thought it was going to break the yeah, yeah. Didn't Taylor do it in the Cox match? Yeah. Yeah, he kicked it across That was the definitely match. out of anger. <coughs> that, it, that it's, happened, it's happened several times. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I, it's glorious every time. Didn't Pat Downey do it? Or Gabe Dean in that match? No, no, um, no. Damian Hahn threw it at the ref's back, oh, like beamed him dodgeball style. Some some coaches are better than others at like hitting the ref. Yeah. yeah. Some of them do that kind of really flaccid like drop. It's like, man, do you even how do you even feel about this? Really, you the really thing though, you know, uh, Andonian, and there, a lot of people. First of all, just who's number one thing? People don't know how it works. Uh, especially the kids, but some coaches as well. Like, you have to, look, guys, it's called who's number one. You have to be ranked like one or two or one and three. <laughs> it's not just I'm throwing my hat in the ring because I want to be. 
You can't be ranked 14th and be like, just want Fargo, what's up? I mean, it happens every single year. You did go as low as four for Pat McKee last year when he hosted Robbie Howard, but he did win Fargo. And he had yeah, a case, there was a, a legitimate case for him to be number yeah. one at that time. It was, right. You could have said, yeah, him or him or. So what are you going to do at 145? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are saying Andonian. Andonian's people are saying Andonian. But Andonian, Andonian didn't beat anybody, really. And I mean, he's he lost beat, to Kivon twice. He beat Yapujan, right? He didn't... He didn't hit. He didn't hit anybody really. If he had, if he had beaten Manville at Akron, he'd have the, he'd have the case. Yes. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think it's a question of ability. I think clearly, I think unanimously, we agree he could be the best kid in the country. Yeah. And maybe that's where the problem comes in. Too. Uh, by the way, what? So we have a problem, guys. Uh -oh. One forty-five. We have a problem. And one twenty. One twenty. Robbie Howard and. Carson Manville got selected for the Youth Olympic Games, uh -oh. which is the same same time as who's number one. So I don't know what to do with those weights. Mm. Who's number two? Let's delay him. Who's number seven? We'll have two. Well, I mean, who's number one? I mean, you could have a match at 145. You could have a match at 145 under the assumption that whoever wins will eventually hit Carson. At, Some like, tournament. Carson Iron wrestles Man. everywhere. Iron Man, yeah. Yeah, you could like set the stage there. Mm -hmm. Who's number one, two? The Iron right. Man. Who's number one, two? Iron Man. The only. Or who's number one, two? Powerade. Yes. Whatever it works with. Willie, so this is this is what I was going over in my head. So nobody take this for anything other than just nomad thinking out loud. But possible matches, uh, Matt Ramos. That should be a podcast. What? Nomad thinking out loud. <laughs> nomad thinking out loud. All right. Matt Ramos, Kurt McHenry, Jordan Decatur, Josh Saunders, um, Andrew Ramirez, Connor Brady, Carson Karsler versus Abasad, AJ Ferrari versus Braxton Amos, and Colton Schultz versus Daniel Gregory Clifton Clerkfeet, Junior the Third. Junior the Third. No, it's not Assad versus Karsler. They're gonna be Asad different weights, huh? Assad's an 82. It's probably gonna be Assad and Winston. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I can get down with that. Yeah, it's fine. No. What about, uh, so, what about see, some of those other ones? I don't know if you guys got to watch any Winston. Winston, in, in several matches, <clears throat> was in a quad pod several times and, and would knock him up a point. He, like, they couldn't get him down. Good freestyle leg defense. Yeah, I, we posted one of those clips. Yeah. It was yeah. like a 90-second defense of a, basically yeah. a dead-to-rights leg attack situation. It, the hey, kid was in on a double. I had him up off the mat. In, and in then the they air. somehow ended up in a quad pod, and he still didn't give up a takedown. Yeah, that was that was impressive. He's definitely yeah. good. Um, hey, Christian, do you want to hey. tie this into... I, I put a bunch of um, recruits... I put a bunch of guys' results by the school that they went to. Did you want to get into that? Yeah, uh, because that brings me to a guy I wanted to talk about, Lucas Davison. Have not oh, watched... Have not watched much of him. I he is a horse. He well, he did kill everybody, and I don't know much about the the strength of the field, but man, I he is an athletic ninety five pounder. I really he's very powerful. He has some really nice leg attacks. I I really like him at the next level. And having Justin Davison back to back, uh, theoretically eighty four ninety seven for North for Northwestern, even though like. They had a bunch of recruits, and they kind of lost them, and it was kind of a weird thing. 
That's a really, those two are going to be a really solid, solid haul for, for Northwestern. <laughs> How about Jesse Rickon? Six finals. Six Fargo finals in his career. And that was a f- he, he killed everyone. Yeah. Hey, remember, Northwestern originally got a verbal from Cassiope. And Beard. They had, they had verbals from Caroli, Beard, and Cassiope. And yeah. RBY, Nick Soriano, Spencer Lee. Mark Hall. And Mark Hall. Yeah. yeah. People forget all those verbals. So Davison made the Super 32 finals, but didn't beat anyone of note there. Um, so it's good to see him make the finals and then win and beat a, a more solid field. More because solid. Because he, he had a good ranking right Everybody knew he was good. It was a great but, field. Huh? It was a, it was a great field at 95. I mean, the, yeah. Davison, Christensen, Hendrickson, all the sons. All the sons. Uh, but but that way it had a ton of ranked guys that didn't even play. So, hey, um, we didn't talk about Mason Paris Cassiope, guys. Right. So, to me, classic. I mean, you, you can't throw it. You can't just wholly discount it as, a, as a, just a freestyle win for Cassiope because the match starts, he high-crotch doubles, picks Mason up in the air, and slams him down. Uh which was ultra impressive. And then, you know, things get out of hand. I think he got some. He gets some, a lot of points off a head pinch. And then it's basically over. But No, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't say it was a freestyle thing. Although, Mason certainly didn't know what he was doing in freestyle well, a couple times. I think you kind of can. I, I, I think you kind of can say it was, I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss anything. I mean, Cassiope is legit. And as a prospect, I don't know if I would take him or Paris. Probably Paris, but who knows? But it was one takedown a piece, one like folk stylish takedown a piece, and then what I Cassiope saw. is a far more seasoned, far more experienced freestyle wrestler, and I think that showed. What I saw was Cassiope has pretty comparable feet to Paris, and is stronger, and was shutting down a lot of Paris's yeah. attacks. Paris a lot of times goes to pulls on the right, I can't remember which, but pulls with his left arm and goes to the, the dump with barrel roll. He Cassiope shut that it. down. He yes, almost got he it did. in the first, like, 30 seconds. Right. Here's that, my thing. That was his as best opposed attempt there. to, first of all, Cassiope's That dude can freaking wrestle, right? Um, but more than it being a freestyle, folk-style thing, watch, watch what Mason Paris does. Like, like, watch some of the things he does and tries. Here's my thing, guys. Mason Paris doesn't know how to wrestle. Well, yeah, wait. That, that was going to be my point. Um, Cassiope <laughs> is not a finished product. Or, or, Paris is not a finished product. Cassiope's, I'm not going to say he's close, but he's closer. Cassiope knows how to wrestle. Mason Paris has been as successful as he has been because he's very talented. Now, oh, w- watch what he does. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to wrestle. Watch. Wait till. Wait till he's with Cormet. I mean, can you imagine when he's with Cormet? Here's the thing, though. As, as proper technique. Cassiope, if we're talking about as a folk style prospect, Cassiope much better on top than Mason. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Mason Paris will ever beat Cassiope. I'm not saying Mason Paris is a better product. That, uh, prospect than Cassio. All I'm saying is, 
Cassiope knows what he's doing. I don't think Mace really knows what he's doing. He certainly didn't in, in freestyle. I mean, I, th I think he really kind of showed some parterre vulnerabilities. But um, as a prospect, who knows? Uh, and yeah, Cassiopeia clear OW. I mean, Huttmacher was kind of a formality at that point. Huttmacher not there yet, not on that level. Would like to have seen he and uh, Paris scrap. Yeah, I don't know how I, because when, when I was doing Flowzone, I was like, all right, cool, we're getting Huttmacher Paris, which made uh, sense. Like, that should be the semis, and then Cassiope is the returning champ, got a freestyle credential, should be the one. But apparently, Paris, without any credentials, got put on top sides. I don't know how I missed that, but... Yeah, Cassiope. So here's my thing. Getting back to the results by school, can Cassiope emerge as a leader um, in the next few years for Iowa? He's, he's apparently going to be roommates with Spencer Lee. I don't know if you saw that tweet. So it would be like Spencer Lee, Jacob Warner, uh, Max Muir, and Anthony Cassiope kind of living together, it sounds like, from what I'm gathering. I don't know what it and, matters what they well, live. Well, well, what I'm saying situation. is, does that does that become the core? Does that become the the leadership group, the captains for for Did Iowa going forward? Did they get a meal forward? plan, Nomad? What's the meal plan situation? Does does that become the leadership group for Iowa going forward? Uh, I think they're gonna have when they have wings, they have to share the bleachers. What, I, what are we talking about? Yeah, I think is that the nucleus. Um, I guess, yeah. I mean. In terms of the the point scoring nucleus, it's going to be Spencer. Bull, yeah, Marinelli. Um, you know, and, and Jacob Warner. And now, yeah, they're going to, basically, they're going to count, they're going to need big points from, from those guys. But I don't know why DeSanto wouldn't be factored in there as well. True. He's a far more proven college wrestler than those guys at this point. Um, but yeah, they're, they're going to need 10 guys. And I think Cassiope, I, I don't see him as, as uh, a national title contender maybe at any point, which is more a compliment to the fields coming in, Gable Stevenson and Daniel Kirkfleet, than his ability. But I, I see him as a four-time All-American potential kind of wrestler. Mm -hmm. And I think hopefully hopefully Stoll is okay and can wrestle this year and Cassiope can redshirt. I think Cassiope could go right away and could be a contender to place. I don't see much higher than six six to eighth as a true freshman prospect. But um, I do like him as a, as a prospect for sure. I don't know really how you view him right away. How how have you cast Opie? Yeah, right. If he had to go right away, if Stoll can't. Probably. Um, I don't. Who's there? I mean, I think he can. Still, Gable goes right. Who who's back? Um, well, Gable, um, Desi, Hamida, Yusuf Hamida. Um, Will we see Nevels, Nevels, Nevels. or Kassar? It could be Kassar. There's a lot of talk about Nevels. Kassar looked huge when we were he's, in He's state 220, college. 230 pounds right now. He's, all right, hold on. National Anthem. <laughs> really? He's like that. So we're going we're gonna to have a moment of silence for National Anthem. Sorry. <laughs> we're not going to talk? No, we'll talk. <laughs> I think we we'll muted him. I think we muted him. All right, we uh, muted Willie for America. So, also for, for Iowa, Nelson. <laughs> Dang it, Willie. Well, I was wearing an Iran shirt, too. Yeah, this is so. I, this, this is why I said is, what I did at the beginning this of This is show. terrible. We're going to lose our American sponsorship. Although, we're sponsored by ASICS. Shout out to ASICS. <laughs> thank you for sponsoring. Um, thank you for sponsoring our radio show. Um, what were you going to say, Nomad? Uh, talking about results by, by school, Nelson Brands ends up getting third. 
His only loss was to Bronigal Beat. Four, three, four guys who I think are pretty solid. Colby Ho, Sean Harmon, Tyler Dow, and Rob Canyard. Rob Kennard. Um, this was the most I've been impressed with Bronigal ever. Yes. He looked great. Yes. And uh, both those, both the Bronigal brothers going to Illinois, so that's big for them. But, I mean, just he's never beaten these caliber of guys before. No. I think they're doing both verses of the anthem. <laughs> he's still standing. Oh, wait, now he's coming back. All right, Willie's muted He's right still now. Muted. I don't know who did that or who has that capability, but Willie's back. Can we hear him yet? There, there he is. is. Can you hear me? Hey, buddy. I, pick, I think I picked Bronico to make the finals. I knew, I knew um, the Bronico, the Bronicos would have a good tournament. Um, and Nomad, I told you, you know some brands is all right, man. Well, he it was his fourth try in Fargo. It's the first time he placed. Yeah, his result, his results are not. Super indicative of, he's still very much a question mark going in, right? He's going fine. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, but it, we had never seen it. No one has said he wouldn't be fine, but we had never seen it. Right, there were, and he has taken, and even as a folk style prospect, he's taken losses in a state where you can't leave, you can't leave the state and go to things like, you know, Iron Man. That's so, not true. I mean, his only loss last year was when he left the state. So. Yeah, they, they go to Illinois. <laughs> yeah. He lost to Dvorak. Yes. So he's never had never had an undefeated season in high school with not an insanely tough schedule, and he's never placed in Fargo before. But he looked awesome. I watched almost all his matches. He looked great. Uh, Still run, his single leg, lefty single's really nice. I think he needs an opposite side attack. He's clearly insanely strong. Um, he's got really good go behinds to his right. He's gonna be he's gonna be really good. Minnesota, um, Brayton Lee wins tight match with um, Alex Lloyd. McKee loses early, then storms back for third. Apparently wrestled twelve matches. He won ten in a row. Ten straight. That's ridiculous. And then uh, Caleb Bray, Jake. Abbas did too. Who? Abbas. Oh, yeah, he came back for third as well. Mm-hmm. One ten in a row, both of them. Caleb Ray not going to Minnesota. Yeah. He's in the... Oh, he switched after Willie's yeah. recruiting rankings. My bad. Wow. Hey, Caleb Ray is not going to Minnesota? He's going to West Virginia. Correct. Okay, there's a lot of teams in here. Maybe we might have to do this... Uh, Just hit the big ones. Just later on. Um, well, I don't know. Where, where do we determine the big I- ones are? Iowa State looked really good, and... It was two years ago. They had, I think, five in the Fargo finals. Yeah, remember that, that hasn't that hasn't uh, <laughs> hasn't produced yet. But. Right, but they had two in the finals. Joel Shapiro and Aiden Reeves. Aiden Reeves uh, beat Julian Tag. One twenty. Great match. You, you want to talk about great match? Eight eight. Who's number one? Like Willie said, probably can't have a one twenty weight. A because Robbie Howard not being available. But B Tag and Mastro lost, <laughs> and then Crookham gets like seventh at Cadets. So Eric there's your Barnett. top four. Eric Barnett is a nightmare to rank. I mean, that kid, he, looks he, makes, he makes Super 32 finals, he wins Fargo, and then, you know, he'll take seventh at the freaking Central Regional. Did he? No, not, I'm being hyperbolic, but he takes some losses. He takes some weird losses. He took some losses at uh, Flow Nats, too. So, I, uh... We kind of got into this team argument, I think started by Nomad, um, 
with, hey, Illinois wins because they send the most guys. And then... No, 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 no. But that's not the argument. That's not the argument. That's not what we're talking about. The argument says they do well. All right, be quiet. So off of that came a back and forth between myself and LaVon Mays about Illinois and their production or lack thereof at the next level. And it kind of started with me kind of caping up more for Illinois because I didn't I didn't really see the logic in what LaVon was saying. And then I started looking at big boards, and I was absolutely astounded with what basically equals to a wasteland of recruits that didn't pan out looking at from like 2013 to 2015 and 16, right? Just looking at those ranges and just reading the names of the ranked guys and being like, oh my gosh, it's really bad. Willie, did you, is this something you, am I one, I'm not comparing this to any other states. I'm just kind of reading the names, and I'm like, this is not good. Have you, is this an observation you've kind of made? I, I've never, I never thought about it. I never thought, of, like, I never thought to look, let's look at Illinois and how they actually pan out their prospects. Well, I think one of the things that um, May said that was interesting is that the focus on the international styles might hurt their ability on top of bottom in college. That's that's certainly possible. I, I just what what I struggled with is the notion that an entire state could implement a system that is so successful at high school. First of all, implementing any system across the entire state is just an astounding thing to yes. even consider. Uh, the people can't implement a system in one wrestling room. Good right. coaches struggle with that. So the notion that the entire state is just under this umbrella that that makes you not productive at the next level doesn't, I had a hard time with that. But I can't explain the fact that you look at these guys and it just hasn't worked out. Now, Medlin, the, the Illinois RTC coach, Brian Medlin says even at the, the IKWF level, like the, the kids folk style level, before they're even doing freestyle and Greco, they're not interested in wrestling top bottom. They're only going on their feet, even as little kids in folk style. Yeah. And so there's just a general, it seems like there's a general mindset in the state to wrestle on your feet. We don't, uh, Ohio kind of gets that kind of uh, uh, a stigma too. Ohio, very just a neutral yeah. state. It doesn't matter to them. No, like, no, I'm just. No, you're right, you're right. Um, but I can just, let me just go through some of these. Here's class of 2014. Bryce Brill, number three. Jared Cortez, number 12. This is, these are D1 college wrestling, but. It's the same guys in approximately the same order. Josh Alber, solid. Johnny Jimenez, Devontae Mahomes, injured. Garrett Sutton, Brian Rossi, Adarius Jones, who's probably listening. Shout out to Adarius. Kyle Akins, Chris Garcia, Sage Hecox, Stephen Polakowski. That was 2014. Um, 2015, I'll do one more year. Um, Xavier Montalvo. Larry Early, I'm going in order here. Michael Johnson, Elijah Oliver, Chris Williams, Jabari Moody, Andrew Marsden, Vince Turk, Luke, who's been fine, Luke Fortuna, Eric Barone, uh, Michael Cullen. Also, Andrew Marsden, are you serious? Uh, yeah, Andrew Marsden's the only one. Uh, Carver James, Matt Rundell. So, like, you would think so at some point there'd be someone that, like, <clears throat> jumps out. Uh, it, yeah. it hasn't. It hasn't happened. I don't. I don't see it changing either. Right. Um, I can do one more if you want. Isaiah White. I think we think he's really good. Rudy Yates. I don't even know if he's still at UNI. He was number 22 here. Uh, Eric Schultz, Nathan Traxler, Dylan Duncan. So 
man, you would think at some point there would be some breakout guys, some really solid guys. There, I'm just reading name after name after name, and I could go on for another 10 minutes. And the ones that we're anticipating to do well uh, from this last couple classes, Warner and Cassiopeia are both at Iowa. Now, I'll say this. I'll say this. If the class of 2017 doesn't pan out, these three guys, I'll be stunned. This is number seven, number 11, number 12. Jacob Warner, Austin O'Connor, and Austin Gomez. If those guys aren't good, I don't, I don't know what to even say. I think those guys are really good. I'd be stunned if they're not good at college. Yeah. Right. But you just look at this. I'm not, I came into this with no bias. And if anything, my bias would skew towards my original thought, which was Illinois is fine. The guys do great. And there's no way that some high school system can somehow make them not good at. Um, I mean, frankly, that's a terrible track record. Yeah, and I didn't even read 2013. I didn't. It's, it's bad, right? It's just it doesn't make sense. Now, what maybe what you could say, okay, and I'm this I'm just coming up with this on the fly. Perhaps they're so well coached at the in the international styles that they end up with an inflated view of them as a prospect. That they're, they're, that they're popular. They're winning a lot because they're so well coached because they place at Fargo, they do well at, at Akron. And then, well, we have to put them up certainly pretty high. And now they're not paying out the next level because they're just really well coached in the international styles. It doesn't necessarily translate, will it? Well, I don't know if it I don't know if it's reflected on the big boards because that's a subjective and opinion and, and we can we, you know, we can uh, we, we understand we understand what's happening. And so we, we use our opinion. But in the regular rankings, watch what happens. Watch what happens in the regular rankings when it comes to Akron and Duels and Fargo. The Illinois kids move up in the rankings. Watch what happens by January 1st. They move down in the rankings. Happens every year. Yeah. Well, and and. Yeah, even to Willie's point, it's for regular rankings, it's hard because in folk style, a lot of times these – it is so hard to have relevant folk style data on kids if you – basically it's Super 32 and Flow Nationals. And if you don't hit either of those or you only hit them once or twice over the course of your career, there's almost no relevant folk style data on you. And so you have to put so much emphasis – on the events where all these kids show up, which is Fargo and Akron. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting thing to note. Um, I, I think Illinois <laughs> is going to do fine with this, this crop coming in. As I mentioned, Cassiope. Jay Rent is also in this class. He showed flashes. I really like Cordell Norfleet, too. Kind of high on him. It hadn't really panned out yet, but he was a true freshman. Give him time. Yeah, one year. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we won't judge him off one year. But certainly the track record for those other guys, you know, not bad wrestlers, very good wrestlers. Just it hasn't panned out for whatever reason. Um, so I, I wanted to mention that because I kind of took a, uh, another perspective and looking at the data, you know, it, it made me think a little bit differently at least. I think we need to get to, because we started late, which means we can't, we can't go but so much over. My favorite, this is, this is a recurring um, uh, segment on this show. We do it once a year for oh, yes. Fargo. Here we go. And... It's one of the more perplexing <coughs> things um, that the wrestling community involves itself with. So, as you know, Flow Arena has automated text messaging where 
We will send you a text message to your phone when the wrestler you're interested in is been assigned to a mat. We'll send you a, about his result, okay? It's an automated thing that you signed up for, theoretically. You typed in your number so you could get these updates, okay? And theoretically, you know that it's a machine sending these because logically any person would understand that a, a human being could not be typing these out, okay? And it's a number you don't have in your phone. It's, yeah, so it begs the question, who do these people think they're texting? So, what, so what's happening, so what's happening is, okay, uh, Bryce Andonian on deck, Matt three. Someone is responding to that. People are responding to these text messages. And last year we had some zany ones. And um, <laughs> they didn't disappoint this year either. So we can, just, we can just alternate with our favorite ones. Um, I'm reading them right now for the first time and I'm dying. Okay. Pella Wisnowski, Arkansas, uh, assigned to Matt 2. Okay. Want to meet in main lobby of Fargo Dome? Question mark. Um, one, this is, this is shots fired at Nomad. <laughs> it's my favorite one. I won't say the F word, but F you, Nomad. <laughs> How about somebody got a text that's like uh, Steve Smith assigned to Matt Levin, and somebody replied, F you, Nomad. <laughs> F you, Nomad. F Ohio. Th these have gotten much more profane, um, which is disappointing, but that's what happens. Oh, where's the one? This is interesting. Um, this is someone must know. So some people are in on the joke, right? Who wins in an arm wrestling match? No matter piles. Yeah. Fair question. I like, uh, Somebody, like this. Somebody's a great type, uh, typer here. Let M elbow how Tony does about to start massage. Okay. <laughs> I okay. like uh, everybody Wang Chung tonight. About to start massage. Squatty kid. Terrell's a much better wrestler. That kid's, that kids was a headhunter. Like who, do, who do you think is on the other side here? Where is this text have, message going? I have your pillow. Tell Willie he looks like crap, except they didn't use crap. Yeah. Tell Willie, did Willie ever have hair? If so, prove it. No, that won't be hard to prove. How about size question mark? Seriously, did you get the Cheez-Its? Question mark? <laughs> I like this one. So dude, when your coach said come back and watch Courtney, did he mean this guy Courtney, or did he mean that girl on Team Arizona named Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You've been called, babe, grabbing your bag of water. <laughs> this is a, clearly a mother or a father or someone texting their kid. Think they're texting their kid, or they think that whoever's sending the automated message is going to tell their kid that they're grabbing their bag of water. Like, are you bringing the <laughs> snacks? Are you Another bringing the snacks? That. Are you done? No, we're not done. We're gonna keep sending these automated things. Raddins is three and zero at one twenty. Barnhart went two and two. Chase and Cardinal both went two and two. BJ said, "At a girl." So just <laughs> passing along the message from BJ to the automated <laughs> message, who said, "At a girl." Where are the friggin' coaches? Friggin'? Friggin'. Okay. How about this? How about this great piece of coaching advice? Cal needs to get on that. He needs to keep on the path that gets him to lead. Keep foot on gas. Yeah, you're, you're sending this to a machine. <clears throat> a machine gets this, and Craig Bacornay just compiles this for, for, for the content, and it's funny. Just but, waiting for Magoo? <laughs> That's no. a good one. 
I don't understand the ones that are sending the text back. So, mm -hmm. like, for example, here's one that got sent. Dustin Plot, Oklahoma, on bout 4701 has been assigned to Math 3. That's what they just sent you. You just copied it and sent it back to them. What are, what are they trying to accomplish with that? I don't know. I don't know. If Randy places, he'll get seated at Fargo. Dot, dot, dot. She. He's in juniors. Dot, dot, dot. So it's a big deal to place as a cadet. Tate's only places like top 12 in freestyle, so I'd love it if he could place in freestyle this year. He's placed two times in Greco. Fargo is tough. I'd agree with that person. Fargo is tough. This will be Randy too, exclamation point. They take them right after graduation. Okay. Oh my God, Tommy died. She says Tommy died. R.I.P. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy's dead. I don't know Stop. if the automated machine's who I would tell that to. I would <laughs> notify Tommy's next of kin. You want the automated text message. Tommy's dead. Tommy's dead. Okay. He better get used to that damn mask. Yeah, gotta get used to the mask. Okay. We've proven our point. It's the most preposterous thing every year, two years in a row. We love the automated text messages. Hope I use them. Hope you sign up for them. Take advantage of it. It's free to all our uh, subscribers. So take advantage of that. Um, let's go to the questions. Question time. Any, any other things before we go to the questions, Willie? You're laughing. Uh oh. That one says you have the wrong number. No, you put your number in there. Well, or so, well somebody could have put it There were a lot of people that messed up their number. It's really tough <clears throat> to get all those numbers in a row back. My other favorite thing is when I sign up for the automated text and I do a little screenshot tweet of it, people are like, OMG, you used your own number. Like, and you'll do like the what? eight sec. Eight six seven five. Yeah, it's always a yeah. fake number. The one time I did put in Popeyes, they actually think I would put in my real number. Like you can't make do the example without putting your real number. Anyways, who is more out of touch with reality, Wayne Shallis or Dan Lobdale? Well, I don't know who Dan Lobdale is. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> We're, we gotta track down Lobdale, then we'll figure it out. But I'll say I'll say Mark Schultz. <laughs> Choice C, none of the above, Mark Schultz. Mark Schultz won. Good Mark, job. Schultz, Mark Schultz just tweeted. Kyle pulled this tweet up. Hold on, I have to read we it. We gotta exactly. read it. Listen, guys, don't follow I know that. Rule number I one, don't follow Mark Schultz on Twitter. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that not everybody that listens to this show does Twitter. Has Twitter. But those of you that do, and those of you that don't, you might want to just sign up just for this. Look at Mark Schultz's feed. It is. It is. No. If you care about Asian boy bands and the Federal Reserve, you'll really get a kick out of it. If you're a sovereign citizen, if you're a sovereign citizen, his Twitter feed is a place for you. All right, so this was at 10.55 last night, all right? The NCAA Wrestling Championships are the greatest martial arts competition in the world. But in the 1970s and early 80s, there were over 700 schools competing Division One. Now, 70 schools. Not true. That is nowhere 700. near accurate. 700? He made, just made up the number. He just made that up. <laughs> He's not that far up. Hey, how many bowls of cheeseburger soup did Willie consume? The, the answer better not be zero. Well, I mean, the answer is zero. Did you, eat, did you try Casey's yet? Listen, I, no. Couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger. Uh, Kyle, I went there. I was yeah, like, coward. "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it from a man, Kyle. I'm gonna, just, I'm just gonna bite the bullet and do it." I went there. I saw the pizza. I was like, "That looks disgusting." When Christian, <laughs> when Christian tweeted it, like about the Casey's, you should have seen the outpouring of support that came in. People yeah. love Casey's. <clears throat> all from, 
Minnesota, and Iowa. Okay, yeah. you, like all the people in Pennsylvania, you love Wawa. It's not bad. Okay, but you not, won't try, you won't get, yeah, you won't even you won't try. give Casey's the benefit of the doubt. I saw the pizza. It's, it doesn't look good. Yeah, but you like, you eat sandwiches. Like you're too, yeah, give me a break. Give me a break. I don't, I don't eat anything. I eat hot, I eat gas station dogs, they're all right. Do you think our gas station hot dogs, they're all right, but you won't eat Casey's pizza? You walk down to 7-Eleven, get a couple dogs? I'm sort of kind of a pizza snob, right? I'm from the East Coast. It's breakfast pizza. It's not really pizza. It's, it's just, they just call it that. If it doesn't have tomato sauce, to me it's not pizza. Okay. Jake from State Farm. Do you think RTCs will start investing more in Greco and women's wrestling? Not in Greco. They will definitely invest in women's wrestling. We're seeing it now at North Carolina. Yeah, and Iowa's expanding. Iowa just had a women's camp. I'll say this. That's awesome. Penn State's out in front of a lot of stuff, theoretically. They, they've invested in Greco. Yeah. And I think if people start to draw a line to, for why that could maybe help their college program, then you'll see it. Now, I don't know how it helps Penn State. I think Penn State just wants to really have a, an awesome RTC. <coughs> Well, a lot of good bodies in there. But. Cornell, too. Yeah, Cornell. So there's two two of the best coaches. Cornell. Cornell's heavily invested. Yeah, that's two of the best programs in the country that have said, and I don't know why, but they said it's important for us to have Greco for whatever reason. Yeah, Cornell putting one on the junior team with Barry Essa and one on the senior team with uh, John Jay. John Jay. Yeah. Well, they have, I mean, Cornell has the. Uh-huh. A, a former U.S. coach. Right. That's that's our point. So it's we might see it in Greco. So you were kind of like no way in Greco. I think maybe so. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have said no way. I just I'm more skeptical that more schools are going to do it. You said never, and I'll stake my life yeah. and reputation. Stake my life and reputation. Verbatim. We can run it back. Um, okay. This is interesting. Who do you have winning a fixed Suriano match? I'm, I'm assuming this means folk style. This is from Shane Lacasson. Lacasson. Fixed Suriano. Folk style, we have to assume. At 33. Well, listen, they wrestled for 45 minutes. There's not an answer that's audacious on either side. I'll say Suriano right now. Yeah. Um, I'll say Suriano right now, but I, I would take I would clearly take Dayton in freestyle, but I'll take I'll take Nick Suriano right now. Same. Uh, last yeah. time they were last time they were in a folk style bracket together, Suriano did better. Not that that means much of anything at all. Right. But whatever. <laughs> what I'm I'm grasping. Last time they wrestled, he won. So I'll just go with that till something else happens. Um, that question bores me. Next. I'm going to say Dayton, but. You love, you love Dayton. Johnny from Roanoke. Johnny from Roanoke. This isn't a real question, though. Uh, non Fargo related. You're all fans of Chipotle. Willie, do you prefer regular Bro. Tabasco or the green Tabasco? Interested oh. to hear a wrestling nomad's take. I bet he probably mixes them. I literally never use either of them. I don't either. Do you use Tabasco? No. All right. Good question, Spay Johnny. on the trip almost, not died, but like he put a little too much on when we were thinking Iowa. Yes, it was Iowa City. And he was hurting. Listen, here's an important question. Allison Schwab, 
wife of Doug, mother to Hay and Bob, and the, the two lovely twins, twin girls. When are the kids and I going to be invited to FRL live in person? FRL live. <laughs> Don't you make, you stop it. What are you guys doing? Are you making She is invited. Out? Allison, you are cordially invited. Say, open invitation. You can be on FRL anytime, day or night. Bring the, bring the whole family, bring Doug, bring the kids. I'll do a whole match right here on the table between Hay and Bob. I think she's implying that we need to go to Cedar Falls because I would not want to travel with four kids. No, she's, she's on the she's road been trip on right the now. No, I know, but flying to Texas? She said, no, they're driving. She literally okay. said, like, what's two more states? What's two more like states? Yeah. Well, they're in Memphis. That's like the halfway point from, yep. yeah. From, Allison uh, Traub Hall of Fame wrestling wife. Yeah, she needs, she needs, anytime, Allison, anytime, day or night. John Renan <laughs> just looked at heavyweight this year at NCAAs. Is heavyweight wide open? Could freshmen win heavyweight? Follow up, is Oklahoma State gonna finish top 10? <laughs> He loves trolling. <laughs> he knows the answer. He knows that Gable could win NCAAs. Why is he messing with us? Why? I think he's messing with us. Because Willie. you read his questions. Dang it. Yeah, because you read them. He got God. me. <laughs> All right. Back to think they'll finish top 10 still. Probably. I'm going to say yes likely. as well. Yeah. I'll say yes as well. Uh, scorching hot take. Okay. Last question. Unless you guys see one that's uh, really, 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 really good. Um, and it's this one. All-star duel, Big Ten versus rest of NCAA. Anyone from last 15 years, what do the teams look like? We're not doing that. Who wins? The Big Ten. The Big Ten wins. Yeah. The Big Ten is so much better. The last 15 years? Yeah. Although, really, you only need 10. This could be really good because, like, you get Kale. So, Kale, that's, that's one way. Yeah, Kale, Kale does not count as Big Ten. Askren slash Pendleton. Team of 10. Of non Big Ten guys that would win or compete. Yeah, I don't know. It might be might be close. All right, Matthew <coughs> Denholtz, thank you for the question. Perhaps it bears further analysis. Fargo's <laughs> going to be over. That's going to need sussing out. Yeah, we got to. We're going to we need gotta, to suss it. Well, if we'll just suss well, it out. We're certainly going to. We're not going to not gonna, suss it, no man. That's that's going to take some. Who made some, the biggest jump in Fargo? Uh, who made the biggest jump in rankings? Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. Get it. Um. I think I think it'll be Manabon yeah. uh, from, from Texas. Like he was. We need to talk so about that one. In my spreadsheet, it's the top twenty, and then I have the honorable mention. I mean, he was right there to be ranked, but even you know, he's probably gonna go from unranked to tw um, like ten. Nice. He didn't just beat um, Art alone. He, beat some he got third. He got third, didn't he? Yeah, Racky's really awesome. concerned about Artelana. Yeah, okay, so this is, first of all, why did he drop to 45? He looked in that Manabog match like he was just gassed. So, don't... <laughs> Brayton, Lee, <clears throat> Brayton Lee told me that at weigh-ins, Artelana said Brayton and showed him his weigh-in card, and it said 45. He's like, hey, Brayton. What? <laughs> I, okay, so it's <laughs> some bizarre behavior. Yes, uh, we watched because we didn't realize he lost. We heard Nomad say it on Flow Zone. We go back. Christian and I are watching the match, and like you know, it's just it's over. But he still had the video up playing, and at the end of the video, you can see Artelona walk over, and he's going to shake the other official's hand, 
and he does like the surfer thing to the camera and yeah. then makes another gesture that we can't see on camera. Here, let me see. <laughs> this is the first time in FRL history. We're going to try this. Another, another. All right, just watch his hands. Watch Tony Ardelloni. You should be able to tell what, guy, he, right what he does. You can't see it. Tremendous radio. This is great radio. What is that? What were those gestures? Yeah, here's know. the thing, guys. And you just, you're going for your Ford and Fargo then, title. And then you default out. You go from Florida to Fargo, North Dakota. You cut Dakota. down. He said, I ain't cutting you down. You cut down. Oh, you lose, God. and you're just like, deuces, you Hawaiian guys are, cool guy. You guys, are, you guys are hating a little bit. We're not hating. I'm trying to figure We're out. We're asking questions. Okay. It's bizarre okay. behavior. I, it, it's difficult because... We only have three guys here. I wanted to do, I want to do a lot, whole heck of a lot more than I can because there's only three of us. But I wanted to get an interview with Artelona and just ask him about mindset coming in and dropping to 45 and everything. Listen, <laughs> he he went like this, guys, probably because he knows every all eyes are on him. All eyes, like, <clears throat> the guy's going for his fourth. He drops the 45. He's obviously injured. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on him. I think there was a lot of pressure on him to, to maybe self-inflicted, um, to perform well. And I, 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 don't, I don't blame him too much. And I don't blame him for, for you say he goes to – he goes from Florida to Fargo, and then he defaults out. Well, one, he was hurt, obviously. Two, um, he, I mean, the, the kid put it on the line. The kid came here. He won three in a row. And he didn't, he didn't have to come here. Yeah, but he was anyone to... like, man, we got to get Artelona there to Fargo this year? Dude. You're, you have a chance at history, and you don't. I mean, how many people even knew that before Nomad put the article out? It's Holmes, but yeah. It doesn't. Or Holmes, he sorry. did. He did. I I don't. I, I just thought it was a weird. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not, all I'm saying is I'm not saying anything about the kid. I just thought it was a weird thing. Most guys they lose a tough match like he did. It's bizarre. You just see him just walk off or be mad. He kind of had a little smirk. He was like this. I just don't know what that means. I was just like, yeah. I didn't understand. Maybe it was a friend. I, I think it means, I think it means, I know you're all watching. I know everybody's going to, I know everybody's going to look at this video and say, oh, Artelona lost for the first time in four years. Let's go watch the match. At the end of the match, I'm okay, guys. I just, I mean, it's weird. It's a little weird. It's a little different, but. Well, if that was it, then I think that's pretty cool, actually. I'm back I'm in. Sure I'm back in. He's going to Penn. He's going to be fine. It's going to be well, all right. Well. No. <laughs> Kyle still has questions. Kyle's concerned. CJ, I'm here CJ to tell Cobb you. CJ Cobb wasn't. What'd you say? I want to do a deep dive on it. CJ Cobb wasn't. <laughs> CJ Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous two seed. I was, uh. I was really happy to see. We gotta Brayton. go. We have to go. Okay. Well, real Bye. quick. I was really happy to see Brayton Lee win. Just that's a kid who, who's gone to everything. He's beaten everybody, and he finally gets a national tournament win. Close that's that's my high thing career. too. That's my thing too. A great send off, Nomad. The, the the graduating guys that come here. Um, the unranked heroes. 
the unranked heroes, the guys that are banged up. I mean, Mastro's, Mastro's banged up. And they still come and they still bang. And um, um, makes Fargo great. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. From the bottom thank you of for all your our service. From the bottom of all our hearts, guys. Thank you for your All right, play this, play the, you can play the song out, guys. We're ready to go. We're ready to say thank you to ASICs. Thank you to the San Diego Padres for making that hat for <laughs> Nomad. Big Padres guy. I bought, I bought Willie, sorry, I said Nomad. Mm -hmm. I bought Willie two awesome Baltimore Orioles hats. They said he wanted. He has never worn them once. They're probably gone. It's a weird move for a Yankees fan. To he want said he Baltimore. wanted them. I know, but that's a really. What are you weird talking move? about? The, the 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 weird move for a Yankees fan. The Orioles hat with the black and the white and Classic. the and the and the bird. And the, Old school bird. bird? That's cool. What's one of the coolest hats? But you've never worn it of once. All time. Yeah, yes, I have, and it's also on my dresser. As He'll never in wear Houston. It. All right, thank you. Hey, we're doing this tomorrow, by the by. Tomorrow's oh, Thursday. We're running it back to back. He's gonna set an alarm. It's a radical notion. Check, see if your Samsung. Then we'll see you then, okay? Thanks Goodbye. to Willie. Thanks to Asics. We'll see you tomorrow.